what's going on everybody it's utxjg the don we are not exactly fresh off of pax west but we're like a week or so um i ended up going there solo dolo and handling some business so uh it's definitely been a uh, long time coming again we sincerely apologize we would like to do this more often but that's just not the way that the world works we got to handle business a lot of personal stuff so again we apologize to everybody that have been waiting on the next episode i've definitely heard some people saying we are we are going to review so and so so and so so we got y'all this time we got y'all we got y'all um but again welcome to enlightened sounds episode 27 again i'm utxjt the don here with my co-host leader of the flock how you doing today sir i'm all right man i'm all right let's get it in man enjoying some little time off work yes sir yes sir it's always nice always nice to get a little time off work especially you know if you need that little rest you know get your body back together get everything situated of course uk came out and i know you got your personal thoughts about that <laughs> as well as everybody else in the universe uh but again right. this isn't a video game podcast this is a music podcast right. so we have a lot of music oh my god a lot of music came out um since the last time we did the podcast once again so let me go ahead and start by running through literally everything that's come out in like the past two or three weeks all right let's get into it notable new releases we have snoop dog he came out with a, a project called i want to thank me we have cousin this came out with a project called trying to find my next thrill i know that there's tbh's boy um still not 100 on him but i will listen to the album again i know tbh really likes him asap came out with floor seats Quality Control came out with Controller Street Volume 2. Young Thug came out with so much fun, and you know that's Black Boy, so he wanted us to talk about that. Rhapsody, Yo Girl, came out with Eve. We are going to talk about that in more detail. We have Jadenia, uh, came out with 85 to Africa, another very, very good project. Jeezy came out with B-Sides. Jeezy, or Young Jeezy, came out with Thug Motivation 104, The Legend of the Snowman. Missy Elliott came out with Iconology. Shy Glizzy came out with Aloha. Mayno came out with On Everything I Love. Common dropped a project called Let Love. Uh, I Don't Know or IDK came out with Is He Real. Earth Gang, um, again, Dreamville's Finest came out with Mirrorland. Post Malone came out with Hollywood's Bleeding, which I've probably heard again, maybe like two or three singles. Like this man has just been getting radio singles like left and right. It's pretty crazy. Uh, Her came out with the project I Used to Know Her. Raphael Sadiq came out with Jimmy Lee, Justin, uh, Justine Sky, excuse me, came out with Bear With Me, and finally Sir came out with Chasing Summer. So again, that's a lot. It, yeah, it's a, it's a hell of a lot. So once again, I'm gonna tell you, it was very very slow in the beginning, the first half of the year, but man people are dropping projects left and right so i can almost guarantee a lot of you are going to miss half of these so if you were looking for something to listen to whether it's new or old you want to try some people out that you've never heard of before you have a plethora of choices um i try to listen to as much as i could i definitely listen to a lot of um these albums at least once um but again like we'll get into what i've listened to multiple times here in a second so there you go man all notable releases in the last couple of weeks there you go let's get into the music news now Nicki minaj has been a very very um high subject in the last month um and this stemmed from joe budden and the podcast crew coming on her podcast or her radio show, excuse me, because it's not really a podcast, it's a radio show. 
uh, Queen Radio, and then she returned a favor coming to Joe Budden's podcast, the Joe Budden podcast, and basically just yelled for like over an hour um, at everybody on their podcast. But shortly after that, all of a sudden, Nicki Minaj just tweets that she's going to retire. And this led like all of the stands. I forgot what she calls her stands. So excuse me if you are one and you're listening to this podcast. Um, but all of her stands, all of her fans were like, what the hell? Like, why do you just how do you just do this? Like, how do you just suddenly say you're going to retire? You don't you don't make a statement or whatever, like a like an official statement. You just tweet hey, like I'm out like i'll see y'all um a lot of people were saying and she's said it multiple times it's really been a lot of speculation but um but she's been hinting a lot that she just wants to you know get married and you know you know have a family like she wants to have kids or maybe she feels like her biological clock is ticking and she just wants to take a break and you know be a family be a family woman yeah i mean Um, she's like 36 so that's crazy because like i didn't even like peep like that she was like getting up there i thought that she was still like not even in her 30s yet so uh so i mean that, that for real yeah i mean i thought so I didn't, I didn't really look at her age like i never really paid attention you know like other people i do but i never really been checking for Nicki minaj like that so i always mm-hmm. thought that she was younger maybe it's because of how she acts yeah, I, that yeah, can do it. yeah, and maybe because of how she acts, but yeah, you're right. She is 36, so damn, yeah, that puts everything into like super perspective now for me. Uh, but anyways, yeah, she did that. Everybody was like, "What the hell?" Um, me personally, I don't really care because I don't like Nicki Minaj like I used to. I liked her like during the Gucci Mane days, during the mixtape days. Um, back when Safari was, you know, allegedly ghostwriting for her. That's when I really liked Nikki. But when she went like full pop, I wasn't really checking for her. Like, obviously, she made a lot of money. Um, that was a very, very good choice of her uh, really going that route, not being a super hardcore type of female rapper. Uh, but I just don't like her like that. Like, I, I haven't really liked her music and like the last album I only listened to, like just for review sake. But uh, other than that, I wouldn't really be checking for it. So me personally, I don't care. But obviously, like her super fans, they care a lot. Um, but I really think honestly that she's just going to take a break because I can't really take what a lot of these rappers and artists, um, I can't take them seriously when they say that they're going to retire. Cause I mean, look at Jay-Z, um, they man made the whole black album. That was basically his retirement album. He came right back. Like it just certain things. I feel like when you love what you do, you're never really, really retired or at least in the music game and, um, being an athlete, it's different. Um, especially if you're younger, like you can, you know, retire and then say, Hey, you know, I want to come back. But, um, but when you get up there and you realize your body, you know, doesn't work anymore. Like when you're, when you're done, you're actually done. But when it comes to rapping, making music, you're never really done in my eyes. So I just think she's just going to take a break and, you know, have a kid and, you know, be a family woman for a few years. Like she has other avenues that she can still do. So she doesn't have to rap. Um, so that's good. Like as long as she has something to fall back on, that's cool. But I don't think she's really done. Uh, what do you think? You, you think she's done uh, for real? Or you just think she's taking a break, but just said that she's retiring. I mean, it depends if that shit works out how she plans she'll she'll take it'll, it'll be a break it'll be an extended break i say maybe two years tops that's if she's actually real with it Cause a lot of times she just says shit just to just to create a buzz and keep people talking about her mm-hmm. so i mean it's to me if the music is good people gonna be there whether you whether you stop for a little bit or not if the music ain't as good as everybody hoped it would be who's gonna really care are they really gonna miss you and most people say shit like that. They just want want you to miss them. So that's all. That's kind of like I think that's kind of like low key her way when people talking shit about her. 
but it'd be like, all right, well, I'm, I'm gonna chill for a minute and let me let me know. But I'm gonna be real with you. I'm not gonna miss. <laughs> I'm not gonna miss her at all. And that's not me like hating on nothing because, I mean, she was she was never the best of me. You know what I'm saying? In her field, male or female. So I feel like I'll be fine. But I mean, for her like dedicated loyal fans, I mean, they, I can see why they miss it. Like I, I actually used to like Nicki Minaj until she got popcorn mm-hmm. on everybody. But I mean, I can't be mad at her because that's what got her rich. Yep. So that's what got all the opportunities when she was gutter with it. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. It was like it, people was like listening to her, but they weren't really listening to her. So she had crossover appeal. So I ain't mad at her, man. She wanna be she wanna she wanna start a family and stuff like that, like most women do. Some women don't care about that. I mean, she does apparently. And if you know, if that's what she's trying to do, I hope she I hope she does it. But like you said with Jay Z, it you know, you you never you never really like you know, you never really like fully done with what you love if you love it. So she'll find a way to she'll find a way to get back. She'll do it the same way Hov did and everybody not definitely not comparing her to Jay Z, but just just the one when we talk about people retiring. I mean she'll find a way on a feature and then people be like, Yo, she still got it, she the queen, she come you know, it's it's gonna happen and then she's gonna eventually drop another album. So that's yeah. how it's gonna happen. Yeah, I agree. It's it's kinda like what people are doing with Wayne right now. Like Wayne will just hop on a feature like a random feature. Um, again, he's not retired, but um, I, I think he'll. Um, I mean, I think Nicki Minaj will come back in the same way that uh, that like they're they're doing Wayne right now, and and some other artists who like don't really have projects out right now. But like when they get on the track, you be like, oh, like damn, that's a you know that's a a good surprise right there. Like she just popped up. Um, so I yeah I agree. I think she's gonna just do that and and just ease her way back in. I'm sure she has at least one or two more albums in the chamber, just ready to go. Um, especially after like she seemed to take to heart what people were saying about her last project um so yeah we'll see we'll see but yeah like i think we were both in the greens as well that we're not personally checking for her but um <laughs> but it'll it's, it's going to be interesting because she said she considers herself a uh, top five male or female rapping right now and i highly disagree <laughs> I highly disagree, but I'm not mad at her having that confidence. You're supposed, you know? supposed to feel that way yeah, about yeah, yourself. But exactly. I mean, at the end of the day, let's be realistic here now. I don't even consider I mean, her top five females. Like, hey, I'm about to say, I'm about to say, it's tough for me to put her in the top five of the women. I mean, it's only one female that I'm going to put in the category of top five, period, that's going to include the men. And we all know who that is. But mm-hmm. I'm definitely not, she's definitely not that one. Yeah. So. Nah, I can nah, think. Nah. I can think of at least three females that I, at least three. That's just off top. That that's better than her. Yeah. You know, so it is what it is, man. We'll see what happens with Nikki. But right now, she says she retired. I know she like apologized to her fans for just tweeting it out. But we'll see what happens with that. She said she's going to do Queen Radio, and again, I haven't really been checking for it to um, to further clarify on why she tweeted that she's going to retire. So um, we'll see what happens with that. Um, moving on to the next news, Akon, he is preparing to drop not one, not two, but three albums this fall. Uh, so this man is like ready to the tenth degree to get back into the uh, the music business um, after being basically a philanthropist um, for Africa. Like this man's been doing a lot of stuff in the background. Wonderful human being. Yeah, he is. Like Akon is is amazing and. 
and again like he's been eating off of that lady gaga money so like again like he, he's been super straight he's not worried at all um but it looks like he's ready to get back and we're gonna see what happens with this because man that's a lot like you're dropping three albums this fall you're gonna make this a triple album are you gonna drop one like one week and then the next week and then the next week or, or are we gonna do this monthly by weekly i don't know um, but again, that's a lot. I'm assuming that Akon has a lot of music that he's just been again hoarding uh, probably from these years. I would highly doubt even though that I, again, I wouldn't put it past him. But uh, for three albums, I, I highly doubt that he, you know, was just started working on this. I'm sure he probably has some throwaway tracks or just some tracks again in the chamber um, that he's been waiting on to drop three albums this fall. And again, we don't know. Uh, well, actually, if we do, excuse me, we do know when they're coming out. Um, his first one is supposed to be called, and it's supposed to be a Latin inspired album called El uh, El Negrito. Uh, it's going to come out October fourth. So uh, that's the first one. Um, the second wow. one is supposed to be called Aconda. It's going to be dropping October eighteenth. It's called what? Aconda, <laughs> like oh, Wakanda, okay. Aconda, yeah. Okay. And then the third is going to be called Connect, and that's coming out October twenty fifth. So again, excuse me, he he already does have the details on when they're coming out. So it's going to be two weeks in between. Yep, two weeks in between um, that he's doing these. Well, actually, two weeks, two weeks between the first and the second, and then and then the third is dropping the next week. So. Are these like real albums or are they like EPs or some shit? My guess is that they're going to be EPs. I would say that's, seven tracks. That's a lot to be like two weeks apart. Yeah, I would say seven tracks at the most from each of these. Because, yeah, uh, <laughs> again, that's, that's a lot of music. But I'm sure he just been just hoarding stuff. He just been in the studio low key and just been making a lot of tracks because that man has really had a lot of time off uh doing other things so we'll see man uh this latin inspired album i don't know how this is going to sound but he said that the latin culture is amazing and he's been surrounded by this uh the culture growing up in new jersey um and he does actually have like a i think a couple of tracks out already um singles that are going to be on these albums so uh yeah it's going to be very interesting i don't know how i feel about akon's music now i i wouldn't say like i was the biggest fan but he, like when he did come out like between him and t-pain like they were ruling the game um especially with the hooks for a long time um but how do you feel about akon like is, is this something that you're checking for or no i fucks with akon yo mm -hmm. i mean first and foremost most of the time when you think of people when you think of music you think of their music first with akon i always think of him as the person first and the shit that he does for people you know in this country I think that shit is amazing. I, you'll never hear me, hear me say nothing bad about him. I, you just can't, like, I, you just can't hear me. I can't hear myself saying nothing bad about him for that sense alone. I mean, from a music standpoint, I always thought Akon was dope. He had his lane and, you know, he kind of like stuck with it. I th I just heard you say something about some some Latin or whatever inspired stuff. I was that's why I was like, so what? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. You know, you, you you're trying, you're trying a different lane. I mean, the, the, music business is a man it's it's a shady business man and like they'll love you today and, and, and won't fuck with you tomorrow so i'm just interested in seeing how this how this works out i mean it may work you know what i mean it you know it worked for some people so it may work i mean, I mean even snoop snoop tried a different lane and it didn't work so and everybody loves snoop so i don't know man it's it's, it's gonna be tough to tough to listen to if it don't if it don't click so but like I said, I, I can fuck with Akon. I think I've always liked Akon better with other people for some reason. 
he was like at one point he was like um what nate dog was where you needed somebody on the hook he'll knock it out the park i mean he did it for jeezy so he did it for a lot of people hey, gun in your jeezy. oh yeah he did it for jeezy so i mean but, but I, I i don't know man that's that's it's gonna be interesting i'm definitely gonna give it a listen though so I hope for his sake, man, that it, that it all works out. If not, I'm sure I'm sure he doesn't need rap anymore. Yeah, <laughs> it's his or, way whatever, or whatever it is, he whatever lane of music he's doing, he doesn't really need it. So I'm I'm sure it's just it's probably like a few passion projects. So I'll give it a listen though, man, because I think those type of projects sometimes get overlooked because it's not what you used to hearing from. It's like you damn if you do, you damn if you don't. Because if you come out and you sound the same. Like you've been doing it's like, oh, this shit sound dated. But if you try something different, it's like, oh, this ain't the Akon I like. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you can't please everybody. So I feel like if it's a passion project, just do what you feel like doing it. The real fans will appreciate it, whether they, you know, down with it 100% or not. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, and like I said, I'm, I'm kind of iffy on the Latin album, but I'll give it a listen to. I'll give it a listen to uh, to all three, and we'll see. As long as they're not, like, super long, because if we're talking, like, 20 songs per album, ugh, I don't know about that, dude, my guy. Yeah, that's a lot, bro. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to figure yeah. it out. So hopefully it is, like, EP length, seven to eight tracks. I think that'll be fine for me to uh, to listen to all three of them as they release. So, um, yeah, it is what it is, man. Uh, Akon is ready. He's ready to drop these uh, three albums. So we shall see when that comes up in October next month. All right. Moving on to some other news. Kanye West is back in the news. And not because of him. Not because of any tirades. Not because of any tweets from him personally. But because of his wife, Kim Kardashian West, being who she is. She tweeted a uh, a screenshot of the track list for his new album now a lot of people were confused here because the top said that the album is called jesus is king but everybody was waiting on yandi which we have not received yet so now the thing is when we look at the track list and we see the names of the track list everybody's like is this going to be a gospel inspired album because kanye and his family have been doing the uh the the, the sunday thing um like almost every weekend and you know that we shit is crazy you've seen sunday those? service yeah i've seen a couple man like it's been it's been wild it's been wild so you, <laughs> you know various various celebrities have been coming there and in uh and being a part of the sunday service he's been doing things outside he's been doing things inside so it's been very turning interesting songs in the gospels like gospel yeah. Songs. yeah like yeah i, I, think, that shit, songs. I think that shit i think that shit is amazing bro you do yes mm. i think if anytime you can flip some shit and you make like this man is he, I'm not one of those dudes that's gonna be always talking about some Kanye's a genius because he can be an idiot at times too. But I, I think that shit is amazing, man. For you to for you to be able to flip, you know, what I'm saying certain songs and 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 turn it into that, like that that takes some creativity and some time. Mm-hmm. So, okay. And for people to get behind it, like I mean, granted, if you got sheep, you know, what I'm saying in your choir or whatever, that's that's one thing. They just gonna follow whatever, but you listen to some shit you be like damn okay i see what you're doing here like even the most jaded fan he'll he'll have them probably like tapping their toes a little bit be like okay i, I see what you're doing here. Mm. 
Okay. Yeah. Um, Kanye's always been religious. Like even when he first came out, Jesus walks, as you remember. Um, so he's never really let um that guy leave his side, regardless of what he said. So apparently, this album, Jesus is King, is going to come out on September twenty seventh. Um, so that's that's coming up here in a, in a few weeks. So we will see. But again, the question is, is it going to be like a full gospel album? I'm more than certain there are going to be a lot of gospel tracks. Or are we going to have like some regular tracks too? Um, from what I'm seeing here in the track list, I don't think that any of these are going to be like regular type of Kanye tracks. I think all of these are going to be gospel inspired. Um, for some of you who are not certain or did not see the picture, um, I have the picture right here of the track list. Uh, the first one is called, I think it's Glade or Glade. I, I can't really see if that's a C or a G. Um, then we have Garden, Salah, God Is, Baptized, Sierra Canyon, Hands On, Wake the Dead, Water, Through the Valley, Sunday, and Sweet Jesus. So, yeah, all of those sound like they're gospel inspired tracks just, uh, just by the names of them. So I'm assuming this is what we're going to get. It's going to be very interesting. I know as the time approaches and when that album drops, it's going to be a lot of people talking about it. So I will definitely give it a listen. We will see how this goes. Um, but I'm pretty sure this isn't Yandi, people. So if anybody's waiting on that, um, looks like we're going to have to wait a little longer for like some regular Kanye music. This man is in his gospel bag and this is what we're gonna get here. So there you go, man. New album, Jesus is King, September 27th, people. September that shit 27th. should be very, very interesting to say the least. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. All right, and um, some more news. We have T.I., Cardi B, and Chance the Rapper they are going to have a show on Netflix that's going to be a hip-hop competition. Um, the, the one thing that I found very funny about this is they were claiming that like this is the first like hip-hop show. And we're like, um, are we just going to forget about Diddy? Like, Diddy had a hip-hop show where they were they were judging. I guess like if we're talking about like like actual judges on a panel, maybe, but still not really. Um, so that's the only thing that I found very weird about like one of their statements about this show. But again, it's gonna be on Netflix, it's not gonna be on regular TV. Um, but this is gonna be a hip-hop competition called Rhythm and Flow. Um, they do have a teaser that's out now. And let me see, we have October 8th is when this actually comes out. Uh, so again, you have Cardi B, T.I., and Chance the Rapper that are going to be the judges. Um, I'm not sure how this is going to go. I really don't know. Um, because do we really want to propel Cardi B up to being a judge on other Ooh, people's yeah. music? <laughs> do we want to yeah. put Chance the Rapper after what just happened with his last album as a judge? T.I., yes, it's fine. Hip-hop competition, yes. T.I. has already cemented himself. But the other two judges, I don't know, B. So uh, would you would you want to take a peek at this when it comes out? Or, or are you just going to skip it all together? I don't know, man. I mean, every I, I feel like we all we all be quick to like, oh, this person in it, so I might not like it. But I I'll, I will say I will at least I will at least give it a watch. And but I do I, I do agree with you full full tilt. Like, who asked for this with Cardi B? I mean, yeah, we know she hot right now, but two years from now she might not be. It's like I ain't gonna lie. I'm, I've always got this theory. Like, if you don't even write your own shit, you shouldn't be able to 
judge what somebody else is doing because you sitting there waiting for somebody to hand you a piece of paper and, and tell you what to say. So I don't believe that that Cardi B should be judging anybody's rap skills. She seemed like a cool chick, you know what I mean? But I'm not about to sit here and, and take her word. If I'm somebody, especially if I'm somebody that I know can out rhyme her, but I just ain't got the shine yet and looking to get discovered, I'm not gonna sit here for her to tell me, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't even write your own shit. And I know that ain't, that ain't always the end all be all, but still, but I just, I don't know. And Chance the Rapper, man, stop. You already know how I feel about that dude. I'm not <laughs> a fan of him at all. So, man. but T.I. T.I.'s, you know, T.I.'s, you know, I, I'll, I'll listen to him talk all day. But anybody, the other two, they could have found two other people. They just, it's like, they just trying to go with the crossover appeal, you know what I'm saying, to get, to get the audience, you know what I'm saying, to watch, as opposed to getting someone who's more credible to uh to get these people constructive criticism that that are on the show so that's just that's just my take on it i i know i know if they want to put a, a female in there i trust me i know one that's way more credible you know what i'm saying a couple that's way more credible that they could have put in there but they probably don't appeal to the younger crowd so that's what we'll it see. is I'm, I'm but ti ti really isn't appealing to the younger crowd either but you, you have to have saying? a veteran in but you gotta have a veteran yeah. in there so maybe that's what they were doing who knows what they were doing but i can understand why they did it so mm -hmm. i don't want nobody to think i'm hating but i'm just saying for me personally i would want someone in there who if you want somebody going there, you want somebody going there you want them to judge them on the entertainment value and shit like that then okay cardi b is you know where you go you want somebody to have that crossover appeal and shit like that okay well chance of rapper is where you go but you want somebody to have that just you know who could go in there who could who could tear tear up the boot with 16 hot ass bars when needed and yeah you need somebody like tip so i, I guess it makes sense man but to me personally i it, it's gonna be hard to take make it really credible to listen to chance the rappers and tell somebody about you know <laughs> out of spit bro it's just hard I feel that. I get it. I feel that. I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna check out at least one episode, and we'll go from there. I don't know if they're gonna drop like every episode if they already have everything done, and they're just gonna drop the whole season on October 9th. But, um, uh, but we'll see. We'll see. I'll check it out. I'll check it out just to see how it is. Um, because it could it couldn't end up being good. Like we might end up seeing, you know, some people who are uh, competing on the show. They may be dope. Um, I don't know like exactly what they're gonna do with the show. Like what type of format is gonna be um like are they just gonna have random beats that they're gonna spit on or they're gonna I'm, I'm i know that they're not gonna, gonna rap like other people's songs and you know like other um other shows i would where, hope not yeah i'm pretty sure it's gonna be like your own stuff so yeah if you go do that you might well go on lip sync battle yeah so it's not gonna be like that so again like due to the trailer like we didn't see like the full thing but um i'll check it out i'll check it out but yeah it's not the first hip-hop show by any means like we've we've been there and done that but uh we'll see how this goes we'll see how this goes i'm not gonna fully judge until we at least see the first episode uh so there you go uh final news here is uh it's a bit of a doozy bit of a doozy um we did not get a chance to talk about this because literally like i think like after we did the last podcast um that's when everything really started to turn up with this whole situation but jay-z after uh allegedly because still we don't know for sure allegedly talking to other people telling them hey man like don't don't perform at that super bowl show uh putting in his rhymes that you know he wasn't gonna rap in the super bowls uh any super bowls um the nfl wanted me like nah like i ain't doing that 
and apparently having like a really good relationship with Colin Kaepernick, who basically like is the whole reason why this thing even manifested, in my opinion. Um, this man decided to actually ink a deal with the NFL, and we still don't know the full details on like what happened um not even just like financially but like what he's supposed to be doing um but from my understanding he is supposed to like be the head of like getting the talent to perform at these nfl events which includes the super bowl and which includes what just happened um in your city actually in grand park um when they had megan trainer and meek mill there performing before the first game to kick off the inaugural 100 um season of the nfl so he's supposed to be ahead of that and i think like a a social justice area of the nfl as well um basically trying to you know raise awareness and uh and basically mend the relationship um when it comes to the nfl and their players and people on the outside as well um so again it still hasn't been anything official as to what jay-z's title is but that's just what i got from it so far but that's really not the point the point is that a lot of people are getting back at jay-z because he's being a hypocrite right now in a lot of people's eyes um one thing that came about was that he said that he talked to colin kaepernick before he got the deal other people are saying that he didn't talk to colin kaepernick at all because colin kaepernick probably didn't want this we don't know that for sure because guess what colin kaepernick doesn't talk we still don't even know what happened with his deal when they ended up settling so it's, it's really hard to get the full information when this man ain't even talking. We don't know what he's doing right now. The only thing that we know is that he says that he's NFL ready. So, again, that's one thing that got people upset. Another thing that got people upset was, again, when Jermaine Dupree came out and he was like, yo, uh, like Jay-Z told me, don't even do the, uh, the halftime show when they were in my town. Uh, but other people are saying that he didn't say anything at all, that they didn't even talk. So again, that's one thing. It's a lot of speculation. It's a lot of rumors running around. But at the end of the day, from what we do know, Jay-Z did say publicly, and he said it in a rhyme, that he wasn't going to do anything with the NFL because they racist. So why do you, how do you just turn around and, and do this type of deal? I understand why people don't need me. I don't need you. That's what he said. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. So. Said that on ape shit. So, yeah. So what happened? <laughs> like, I don't. I, I I don't know. So do you have any any thoughts about this? Like what what do you believe happened? Like how does he turn around and, and ink this deal? Like do you think that you think that like there was just some big money involved? Do you think that he can like they he truly believes that he can change the climate in the NFL? What you thinking? I mean Jay Z is about the money, bruh. Regardless, he about bread. He said it before. I'm about a dollar. What the fuck is fifty cent? Even though it was a diss to a fifty cent, but he's telling you he's about he's about his money. Um, when it comes to Jay Z, man, you never know. And that shit with Jermaine Dupri, it's kind of hard to believe that because he, he he tends to fabricate a lot of stories and shit too. So who knows? But I'm never gonna. I know a lot of people gonna defend Jay Z. So a lot of people gonna 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 trash him and shit like that. And we know Jay Z has a sketchy history when it comes to business dealings. I mean, some of the shit he does, you know, he, he'll do some shit behind you. I mean, he does it. He does. He did it with women. I mean, he he done it with you know, what I'm saying being featured on songs with people. That, uh, when I heard the you know the Big Brother song that Kanye did when you know, what I'm saying when he did the shit with Coldplay and you know, what I'm saying then when he did the shit with Lincoln Park and, and stuff like that. I mean, he's good at that. Like real good at that. At playing, you know, playing both sides sometimes. So, I mean, and then you seen the um, 
the interview that the Dame Dash did when they asked him about it, and he was like, "Everybody know Jay ain't shit." I was just about to mention so, that. Thank you yeah, for mentioning so, it. Yes. Yeah. So it's like, and that's a dude that I can listen to like all day. Yeah, I got mad respect for him. I love yeah, Dame Dash. Yes. I mean, does, I mean, does it always? You know, does it always make sense? Yeah, it makes sense, but I think sometimes his delivery, the way he he comes across, he comes across as an asshole. But at the end of the day, he always just wanted all his people to be on the same level. And who who can ever be mad at that? So when people be like, "Yo, he broke and he watched, he bitter and shit," like, no, Jay Z literally took. Look at what he did with Rockefeller. You know what I mean, he didn't talk to nobody, and then he just he did this, and then he made his move, and he took the people with him that he wanted with him. You know what I mean? It's like Jay Z does have a questionable history. So I'm not disputing that he, you know what I'm saying, he did some shady shit to make that happen. Or he probably told somebody, no, I wouldn't do that because he wanted to do it. I mean, who knows? But I'm not gonna sit here and say it happened and went down the way that Jermaine Dupree said. I mean, Jermaine Dupree ain't the most credible source on the planet either. So I don't I don't know. Like I said, I ain't mad at nobody for getting their money as long as you're not stepping on nobody else to get it. And I'm I don't agree with a lot of the tactics that whole fuse, but I mean at the end of the day, it's Jay-Z. It's like you gonna who you who you gonna run with at the end of the day? You gonna run with Jay Z or you gonna run with Jermaine Dupree? I mean, what I was, has Jermaine Dupree done? <laughs> yeah, like who you gonna who, who's done the most? Who you gonna? I mean, what has Jermaine Dupree done in the last three years? Get people upset because his comments. Yeah. Besides host that little show or whatever it was he was doing. Oh yeah, right, right. So, so I don't know. I, like I said, I ain't mad at nobody for getting their money, but. Jay Z does have a sketchy history, so I can see why some people mad him because they probably was like, "Oh shit, <laughs> what the uh, the watch cost you? Oh shit, here we go again!" Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, so it's like that's, that's pretty much what it looks like. He done done some old dirt bag shit to to get a spot that he wanted for himself and told somebody else not because he's done it before. I've heard Beanie Siegel say it, heard Cameron say it. It's like if everybody's saying the same shit about somebody, it can't be them. So. You've heard a lot of people say it. I mean, you've seen the, the old De Haven uh, videos and shit where he was talking about, you know what I mean? It's like a lot of people from his past would say the same thing. Jazzo used to say it. But didn't Jazzo just recently uh, go back with him? I believe so. If I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. so. Man, I, don't, I don't know, man. I don't know what's but going on. We'll see, though, man. I, like I said, I hope it all works out. I mean, hopefully it ain't like a... You know, he didn't know scum. Maybe, maybe it was a plan. It's a plan. You know what I'm saying? All you know, maybe his plan was to infiltrate the NFL to make sure people got their money or some shit like that. Or he got some influence to get Colin Kaepernick back in the NFL. We don't know that because Jay Z hardly ever talks to anybody. So that's one of those situations you got to kind of let let itself play out. Yeah, yeah. Again, we'll see. Um, me personally, I'm going to um stay pessimistic about this whole thing. Um, now, I mean, he did get me mail on the uh, like again before the uh the 100 game, 100 year game kickoff for the NFL season. So that's cool. Um, I think he does have the potential to you know get some more black artists. Um, especially you know people on his label or people he's affiliated with on the halftime show so we don't see like the same old people that's cool but what is that doing for the overall climate of the nfl what is that going to do like for any nfl awareness on the outside um i know that jay has a potential he can talk a good game but 
I, I don't think it's going to really make any difference. I don't think he's going to make that impact outside of NFL. I don't think he's going to make that impact with any NFL players. I, I highly doubt it. I just think this is really a move just to just to get a couple people who we probably wouldn't see before um, to be on the halftime shows when the Super Bowl comes around and, and any other performances that they do. So uh, that's just me. Um, but you know, if anything changes, uh, of course I'll, I'll, you know, resend my statement if he does end up making an impact, but I just don't think it's going to happen. That's, that's me. I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, and then like, I know he also made a comment. I don't know if you heard this and it, apparently it was like months before this even happened, but he made a comment talking about how kids, um, you know, don't have their fathers around and, and they end up being resentful. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, then and then like a cop approaches him and, he, and then you just get hostile and, and then you end up getting shot. I was like, bro, that's that correlation makes no sense to me, bro. Like that, that has nothing to do with like what's going on in, in your whole deal with the NFL, bro. Like that was, that was just a dumb thing to say. I'm like, damn, Jay, like you usually say a lot of smart shit, but but that one bro that ain't it <laughs> like that ain't, that ain't it at all i didn't have a father growing up i'll tell y'all that right now this is some personal i never had a father growing up i had my mom and she worked two jobs and i was at home since the age of seven like because she couldn't afford daycare she was like bro just you know stay at home don't open the door for nobody i'm gonna give you a key you just sit there watch tv and, and make you some snacks and then wait till i get home and guess how I turned out? Like I think that I'm a pretty good guy. Responsible. Yeah, yeah, it made me super responsible, and I had to learn it from a younger age. So I, I knew this before a lot of other people ended up getting to that point. Does that make me want to be hostile when a cop approaches me? No, I know better. Like my mom taught me better. So what are you talking about? I understand. Like I didn't, I didn't grow up in like the worst environment, and and that really has more of an impact than your father not being there. Like, come on, bro. Like that was it was just a dumb statement. It was a dumbass statement. And he couldn't defend that one. I don't I don't care. Anybody try to defend that statement specifically? Hell nah, bro. But um, but again, like again, that has no correlation to uh to the deal that he made. It was just a dumb statement that ended up getting pulled up um uh, before he actually got the deal popping. So it is what it is, man. Like I said, I'm just I'm gonna be pessimistic about the whole deal and what happened. I think that Jay Z just got another bag and and that was it. It's probably nothing to talk about at all <laughs> as far as far as like the NFL climate, but we'll see, man. I'm just I I have other things to expend my energy on than being mad at Jay Z for for getting even more money, and that's that's just how I see it. So, uh, yeah, that's all of the news that we have for this time. Let's get into these album reviews because this is what you all have been really waiting for. Okay, all right, man. Uh, we got two really, really, really good albums to review, um, and then we'll do some quick hits on some other albums that uh, that I definitely want to discuss. But let's start off with Little Brother, man. It's been a very, very long time since these two dudes got together. Um, I was actually looking at some other interviews that they did, and uh, in Big Pooh, um, Big Pooh and Fonte, um, they ended up having like a really bad relationship. Um, they said like Big Pooh was like in the hospital and stuff and like Fonte didn't even call him, but he was like, you know, I still had him in my prayers. Like it was a lot of stuff going on in the background that I wasn't really checking for at the time. But like if I would have known like what I know now, I'm like, dang, like that's that's really messed up because I didn't really know that like they had a bad relationship like that. And they also talked about Night Wonder as well. Um, some of the stipulation that he had when it came to uh, getting back in the group. And, and they were like, nah, like, we want to use all your beats. 
but like we have some other people too who made some really good beats that we want on our album and again i don't know if this is true but this is just what i saw in one of the interviews about uh what night wonder was actually saying in order to actually get back in the group some stipulation that he had um but fonte big pool like nah like we good like when we're just it's either going to be all or nothing and and at the end of the day they were like nah like nothing so that's why um according to big poo and fonte why ninth wonder didn't end up on this album um but i would still say without that even though i would have really 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 loved to have ninth wonder on this album it was still a really prices held it down yeah yeah they did Nods held it down like they he had like they had some really really good production on here uh, but anyways man this album called made the lord watch 15 songs total people no listed features um but they did have someone here especially on the skits um they definitely um reminisced the uh the older <coughs> albums that they came out Minstrel with the show. older project menstrual show yes uh with the uh, ubn network you uh you black niggas network uh so that was hella funny what they did the skits there um i would say that my favorite songs from this album which i pretty much liked everything but i'll pick out a few that i did love everything that's my shit uh sitting alone and all in a day um i think this album from top to bottom man was was damn near flawless it was damn near flawless i can i mean even though like i'm really not a fan of like hearing skits before or after like i'm kind of a fan of like having those be their own songs and some of them were a lot of them actually were um their own like tracks that i could just skip if i need to uh, but some of them did come like either before or after which is fine um the, again that's just like a, a little like pet peeve of mine that i just wanted to say but um from a production standpoint man i i again minus ninth one to not being on here man they had some really really good production bro like it sounds like the little brother from from before dog like it it really does and i enjoyed all of the production from top to bottom the skits were funny as hell um they had quest love on one that that shit was hella funny uh roy lee yeah roy lee right <laughs> got more producer. money than you <laughs> Yeah. That, yeah, that stuff was funny, man. Ninth one dry. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. yeah, that was that was hilarious. Um, yeah, man, like it's just like the the rhymes. I um and Fonte said it on again this uh this interview that I was reading. He was like, "This is really like Big Pooh's album," and uh because he was talking about how Big Pooh really stepped up his rhyming stepped game. Up. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I can hear it. I can hear it with this album. I was like, gonna say that. yeah. I was gonna say that because it was always about Fonte, and then it was like, okay, I'll listen to what Pooh gotta say. All right, let's get back to Fonte. <laughs> Pooh stepped this shit up. Bro. Yeah big facts big facts so so that was again a, a really really good thing there um but yeah they they really just sound like they never left and that's what i was hoping for with this album and that's what i got i really got like a little brother it wasn't really like a reunion album to me it really just sounded like they never left again minus night wonder not being there that's fine but as far as like their dynamic they had, they had done like two albums without ninth wonder so yeah they did we, they did at, at this point we got accustomed to it at least i did Mm. You still want ninth. You still want ninth there to just to just to you know capture the magic of you know because I think ninth left after what the minstrel show. Yeah, because when they did get back, that was the first one yeah, without get him. Back get and back left, and left yeah, back. Get yep. back, left back. Then they did the shit, the uh, the, the mixtapes and stuff. The the just for just injustice for all with Mick Boogie and stuff like that. So at that point, I was already used to ninth not being there. Yeah, but. Um... But I mean, again, I, I like this album. I really, 
don't have anything bad to say about it like it's it's like one you'll get a couple of those albums that come out per year that like i just i really don't have anything bad to say about it at all and and this is one this is this how many times did you listen to it i, I mean because i listen to it, i'm not gonna i listen to it about six times already when it when it first came out i listened to it a good like three times like in the car and and then like i put my playlist on there and and i listened to it probably another good two or three more times after that so around the same as you mm -hmm. around the same as you so what you what you thinking about it man i was i was happy i listened to it that night <laughs> when it first dropped when i knew it was dropping at midnight i was listening to it i think i tweeted it out like yo this is what i've been waiting for right here i listened to it that night i listened to it the next day and i listened to it twice the day after that at work i was like ew boy this this is nice you know how you like you said before you hear somebody they make a comeback and it just ain't what you hoped it would be it just don't sound the same or sounds dated or something like that. No, this was, and they said they had started working on it back in like October. So I'm like, okay, well, you know, it, it wasn't like just some shit that they just put together and rushed out. I mean, they, they actually took the time. And like you said before, Big Pooh, Big Pooh stepped up, bro. Like he really did. I was impressed. He was saying some shit too. My uh, favorite song, so we can just keep it moving. Uh, right on time, yo. Right on time made so much sense. Um, sitting alone sitting alone bro is one of them songs i ain't gonna lie i thought about you when i when i was listening to it <laughs> when, when it when he was talking about you know you you doing this and he was like yo my man talking about going to the strip club and you know what I'm saying when you get at a certain age that shit gets boring mm -hmm. and, and stuff like that it's basically like man you start having a different set of priorities it's like the little dumb shit you used to do when you was 22 23 24 it don't that shit don't matter no more when you 35 36 you know what i'm saying when you get up that certain age so that that made sense everything black magic like it wasn't really a song on here that when i listened to i was like nah i'm good on this and the skits were funny too especially the shit with like the percy miracles you know what i'm saying <laughs> he's at his funeral and shit the dudes all that just ran about what you know i think he did something with my wife and and stuff like that so it's, it was a typical little brother album you yeah, know to Rosenberg, bro. <laughs> yeah yeah so it was a typical little brother album man it, it 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 made all the sense in the world to me so it seemed like it picked up where where the minstrel show probably left off and then he had the little skit with the dude with the father on there that was snapping on his son like i remember on that way like can't stop won't stop bring these damn f's home like answer the phone and then they had it with the save my life or fix my life the diana shit yeah so they had that joe, was kind of they had joe scudder on there joe too. scudder like, yeah okay. joe scudder on there right <laughs> like where you been dog so they <laughs> i mean they poked fun at that like you know he made fun of himself on that right like yeah i know i fell off but, but yeah man so i gave it oh man i ain't gonna lie man i i really really enjoyed this album i didn't want to give it too high a score out of bias because everyone knows I'm a huge little brother fan, but I'm gonna give it a three and a half out of five. Three and a half? Yeah, I I, I ain't gonna lie. I want to give it a four, but man, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I would I, do I, I it. Lie. I'm, I want to give it a four. The reason why I don't want to do it because I'm just I'm still missing that ninth wonder production. Fair. Even enough. though the beats the beats in there were fine, like the production and shit in there was fine. Like I said, all the people that produce it. I always feel like crisis never got the, the, the his just due and in, in production and shit like that but i ain't gonna lie man 
Fuck that. I'm still giving it a four, man. <laughs> yeah, I still got to give it a four, on, man. man. You got to still it. got. I still got to give it a four, man. It's LB, bro. I got to give it a four because Pooh stepped up, yo. And that for that reason alone, I'm going to give it a four because little, little brother, both, they held it down on both ends, you know what I'm saying, with, with Pooh and fucking Fonte. Yeah. Um, so I'm like I said, I'm giving it a four. Like again, this this album was damn near flawless, bro. Like it was it was so good. It was a breath of fresh air, like actually giving it a listen. I was like, man, like this is this is really, really amazing. So this is <laughs> probably like I know this dude loving this. Oh like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I know if I'm loving it, I know you you loving it to the tenth power. Like it's it's right. it's that good. So yeah, man. Like this was an album that I feel like a lot of people should not skip. I know some of y'all probably don't like this type of music, but I feel like this was super relatable for me now in my state and age, man. Like this, this, this shit was super relatable. So I can, I can definitely enjoy it. I can get behind it. Like I ain't gotta listen to the trap shit all the time because I ain't from the trap life. Like I like right. the, I like the hard hitting beats, but sometimes Most I want to listen to stuff like, like that this. Shit ain't even from that though. They're they right. They just, yeah, they, they, they want some shit they can, they can piggyback on. But like, oh yeah, yeah, this some cool. Man, it's like that shit gets old after a while. Like at the end of the day, you want to hear some shit that you can, when you hear it, you can relate to it, or you know someone that can relate to it, and you understand why they, they are the way they are. Like Fonte's wordplay goes over a lot of people's heads too. He said some shit. In, he said some shit on this album. And I was like, "Yo, let me run that back, bro." So when you had that, that's a what we call a hip hop quotable. So when you hear some shit and you don't get it the first time, you have to go back and listen to it again and be like, "Did he say what I think?" Oh, let me run this back. Yes. Oh, damn. You know what I'm saying? When he say shit like that, like I, that's to me. If I want to hear it again and again, and it makes me think then like i said that's what sitting alone did for me mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely that's why that was definitely a standout track for me as well personally so yeah man um high praises like high very high praises for little brother and made a lore watch like i'm so glad that they're back together and i would absolutely love to hear more but i think me and flock agree we gotta find a way to get night wonder back dog like regardless of what's going on if y'all can mend y'all relationship then we gotta find a way to get night back on there bro but segwaying into another another good ass album we got rhapsody people rhapsody eve is out i know this man was super excited about it as well so eve had 16 tracks total we have features from, um, and I'm not sure if I'm even saying her name correctly, uh, Lickily or Lickily 47. I, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, K. Roosevelt, D'Angelo, Jizza, uh, Mareba, uh, L. Uh, Varner, sorry, Sir, J.I.D., Queen Latifah, J. Cole, and P.J. Morton. Um, why did I put features twice? I don't know why I did that. Uh, my favorite songs would be Oprah. Whoopi, Serena, Tyra, and how do you? Could you say that was somebody's name backwards, right? The uh, the one with D'Angelo and Jizz on it. That's Ibtihaj. That's oh, that's actually her name. Ibtihaj. Oh, it is. Oh, it is. Ibtihaj, okay, Ibtihaj, I thought backwards. Okay, okay. Yeah, the, the the Muslim uh the fencing. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, Ibtihaj. So um so yeah, I got I got five tracks on here that are my favorites. Um, I will say this because you would probably kill me um if I didn't give it a just mm-hmm. do, but. I first listened to this like when I was playing, I think like Apex or something, and I didn't <laughs> I didn't get the full effect of it. So I'm like, nah, bro, I need to listen to this again 
like just just listen to it without doing anything so like okay because when i first heard it i was like i was like yeah i don't really know like if i if i call some stuff on here so i listened to it again and when oprah hit bro i was like yo this shit is fucking fire bro (laughs) then i listened to Whoopi, i'm like damn this shit is fire then i heard serena i'm like this shit is fire then i heard tyra this shit is fire uh iptahans we heard already so i already knew what i was getting into with that one um sojourner of course already we've been listening to that yeah, one that was yeah that was on the uh the the, the, the night jam the joint. yeah jam line yeah so i was like yo like this is this is really good like i again i'm not gonna lie i know that rhapsody is one of your favorite artists um male or female correction nowadays. my favorite okay now we say your favorite okay sorry this is your favorite artist male or female uh right now and when i listened to um layla's wisdom like it was cool but I feel like, yeah, yeah, this, absolutely. This, this, this actually ascended from from that, and that's what you want when you listen to an artist. You want their next project to be better than their last, mm-hmm. and, and they she did never that. peak. Yeah, she did that for sure, man. So I gotta give again a high praise to Rhapsody and Eve because, like, with her production, I always feel like her production was was like you know more or less a little bit like on the slow side, which is fine. Um, but she had like some upbeat stuff here as well, oh, yeah. and I think that's why I resonated more with like the Oprah, Whoopi, Serena, and Tyra. Um, when I first heard those, I was like, "Yo, like this shit is is really really good." This is some stuff that I can like fully get behind. I know that Rhapsody is like one of the dopest MCs that we have today, but like I couldn't really get with like you know more of the soul. So that's just not my style personally. But I always respect to her as an artist, and I did love Layla's with um that was that was a really good album as well but um but like you said like when eve came out like she did step up her games like she brought a lot more stuff that like i could even see like you know possibly being on the radio as well um if she wanted to go that route um and again you know that's not a it's not a good or bad thing um you know whether you get on there or not but like i can see some of these tracks actually getting on there now so it was good man it was good um you know i know she talked a lot about like how how you know some people even on her own label you know kind of feeling a certain way about her getting into the game but she was like you know f them like i'm gonna do what i do i know that i can spit so like yeah she was kind of being you know being a little braggadocious there as well and i was like i like that i I like what she was talking about that stuff that on cleo um it was either nina or cleo when she was talking about that yeah it was it was that it was that and it was the uh it was a it was a hip-hop um magazine a website that was talking uh that said some some little shit about her too and she kind of like threw a shot at them too yeah so i was like okay i was like all right rhapsody i see you i see you out here so that was cool i like that i like that type of subject matter as well like rhapsody is like no matter what like i deserve this i know what i can do i'm one of the best rappers out here period and you are going to respect me and and i fucks with that i fucks with that because she is right she is right to this day i know that a lot of people are going to disregard her as being one of the top mcs male or female but she knows that she can really spit and she really showed it on this album man she really showed that so uh yeah your thoughts flock what you got bruh um i you know how like when you when you anticipate something so much it never really lives up to the you know to the level of hype that you got for it this one i didn't really i didn't really go into it with that 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 anticipation so i i didn't know you know i didn't really 
have a lot of uh, you know, expectations of it. I was just like, okay, she about to drop another project. I can't wait to hear it. I mean, I heard the Ibtihaj and I was like, shit. <laughs> The way Knight flipped that fucking uh that fucking uh the Jizzle beat, bruh. That shit. He I mean, I love what Rizza did with that beat, but Knight killed it and did it even I don't want to say even better, but because I hate to disrespect the original, but the way it flowed, the way that beat bounces with her rhyming over it, that shit was tailor made, bruh. And then the fact that they got D'Angelo, fam. Like they got well, how do you find D'Angelo? You heard the story of her saying she never even seen him when he recorded it nah what is shit like nah. he didn't want nobody to see him so he must be he must be in like physically in bad shape mm. if he don't want nobody to see him so but that's a different story but um i feel like my favorite songs and it probably like if you can't go wrong with any song that you pick that's how many bangers is on this album my favorite songs it came right out the gate nina i thought that shit was tremendous Cleo, of course, Ibtihaj. I mean, we all knew about Sojourner. Um, I like the uh, I like the joint with uh, Queen Latifah. I can't even pronounce that shit, though, bro. The joint with Queen Latifah was hot, because when Queen Latifah hopped on, I'm like, yo, she still know how to ride a beat. I'm mm-hmm. like, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, she got Queen Latifah, bro. Like, who gets Queen Latifah on the joint? Because you could tell she's a historian of, of the game, and she always pay homage to the, you know, to the legends. And you don't know about Queen Latifah. Y'all just know as a talk show host or actress, Queen Latifah was that shit boy back in you know the the 90s man as far as rhyming she was hot um and Iman I love the Iman joint I think that's the joint with J.I.D. this nigga J.I.D. had a line on that with you know the beat it just kept saying like Ebony this man said when I go on X videos and search the Ebony I was like oh my god (laughs) I was like this man is stupid but those are my favorite joints on the album um just without you know like say getting too long-winded about it I, I actually heard Charlamagne say this too uh, he said basically she's the best rapper period male or female mm-hmm. i heard charlamagne say that too and i respect him for saying that shit. but i've been i've been raving and ranting about people listening to this woman man for years jg can tell y'all like i you would be in streams like y'all need to check out y'all need to check out i'm telling you she nice she'll kill any female that y'all fuck with and most of the men too i used to say that all the time and now it's coming into fruition man i'm just i'm glad you because i've been a fan since like 2011 of hers like you know when she was right after she broke out that group uh Cooley high and did her solo thing so i'm i'm, I'm just proud man uh, the, you know when you watch somebody grow that's what you want to see them do man it's like progression so watch her come from her first project to the next to the next now it's like everybody want to fuck with her and i hate i fucking missed you know said she was just here on the fifth bro and i did not get to go it was at grant she was at grant park bro and i had to work that day i was so mad because i wanted to go she was just here too and i didn't get to go damn but yep but whatever man but yeah i'm gonna give it <sighs> i don't know man this might be the highest score i've ever given an album i don't think i've ever given anything higher than a four but i think i'm gonna get this a four and a half dog mm, i saw it coming <laughs> and i'm not mad at a- it yeah, I'm giving this a four and a half. This is the highest rated I've ever. I think I've only given out two fours since we've been doing this, but I've never given anything higher than a four. Yeah, I don't think I'm giving any this of us a half. Yeah, I'm giving this a four and a half, man. Mm, okay, I'm gonna give it a four. I'm gonna give it a four. I can't give it a four and a half, but it's still really, really good. I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I was. 
a lot more. But I'm, I'm trying to base it off of what did I enjoy more? Like this one, basing it off of what I enjoy more. This a little brother. I think I was more proud to listen to Little Brother because I was just like this. I anticipate I anticipated the Little Brother album a lot more because I just wanted to hear them brothers do their thing together again. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, we we listened to the the, the what you call it, the, you know, the Fonte solo stuff. And when when Pooh actually get on somebody else shit, I'll listen to it. But like, okay, it's cool. But but far as like, you know, what I mean, just overall the body of work and watching the progression and shit like that. I feel like this this Eve, yo. So so far as my my favorite album of the year. This and Little Brother are my two favorite albums of, of 2019. Mm. Yeah, I would say like these two and uh Revenge of the Dreamers 3 from And yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. All right. So there we go, man. Uh it's it's just so funny that like uh Little Brother came out, no Ninth Wonder, and then Rapsy comes out fully backed by Ninth Wonder. <laughs> it's like damn yeah, right. man. It's like why couldn't he just Could we get well? something like in between here right like, right it would have been so nice so nice but uh there you go man i give eve a four and flock gives eve his highest score yet four and a half out of five i knew you were gonna love it but i ain't know you're gonna oh, love shit. it love it <laughs> before I, but before i uh, forget a lot of people don't even realize i think rhapsody is like 39 yo she's like 39 years old so for people that think she like in her twenties or early thirties or shit, she's almost forty years old, and the fact that she's just now getting her shine, and then the fact that she's still out here killing it, she's coming to her stride at that advanced age, that says a lot. Because how many females are at are at their peak at that age? Foxy couldn't do it, Kim couldn't do it, you know what I'm saying? MC Light couldn't do it, Queen Latifah couldn't do it at that age. Nah. We were never saying we were never putting them up there with the with the men. I mean, that says a lot about the quality of of hip hop right now. But even even in you know, what I'm saying if we had like a lot of great rappers out here right now, she would still be up there towards the top for me. Her wordplay is amazing. Yes, sir. My bad, Jay. <laughs> no, no, no. Well said. Well said. That's that's a good point. That's a very very good point. So. Like I said, man, like, especially when it comes to, like, the female MCs, um, obviously she transcends the male and female spectrum, but we talking about female MCs, man, like I said, you gotta give it up to her, man. She She's probably one of the best that ever did it. And and she gets so overlooked. Like, it's it's really a travesty at this point. And I've said it multiple times as well. Like, it, it really is a travesty, but, um, but real recognize real. That's also also a, a big statement that I, I like to go by. So, like I said, when we recognize what she can do, um, then that's that's all that's needed, man. That's all that's needed. But I hope that y'all do uh, give this one a chance. If y'all never heard Rhapsody before, I think a lot of people will like it. I mean, a lot of people will definitely like it. So, uh, yeah, those are the in-depth album reviews. Um, let's talk a little bit about some quick hits here. We had Jeezy yeah. came out with Thug Motivation 104. And I'm not going to lie, man, I didn't really like it. He had a couple of tracks that, uh, that I did enjoy, but... From going from TM101, which was arguably his best album ever, and I remember you you were actually playing it on the stream yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, damn, man! Like going from that to to this, uh, man, it's it's just hard. It, it's hard for me to <laughs> for me to say hey, that, that I didn't like told it. it all. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard for me to say I didn't like it. I like White Keys and I like the uh, MLK Boulevard with Meek Mill and uh in those six with Rick Ross. But other than that, man, I, I could have honestly like skipped the rest of it. And it's sad. Like he had some other features on here. He had Gunner on here. He had Ty Dolla on here. 
Uh, but I was just like, nah, man. He had CeeLo Green on here too, but I just wasn't really feeling it. Like it's it wasn't it's not in my rotation. Like I thought it was gonna be. I was actually excited for it. Um, sad when it was coming out. He got his merch ready. You know, he's ready to do his um his rollout or whatever. And like nobody's talking about it. I I heard nobody say, man, you heard the new Jeezy, man. This should go hard. Like it, a lot of people just skipped it, and it's it's sad. But I just didn't like it. Yeah. Um, for me, I'm just gonna keep it real brief. Um, I wasn't a big fan of it. A lot of shit sounded dated. I mean, it's like at this point, I understand, you know, you're trying to stay stick to stay, you know, go stick to your roots or whatever. But at this point, do we really want to hear? I mean, and this is coming from a Jeezy fan. Like y'all heard me before praise this dude. Like I love Jeezy music. A lot of people think that any type of music I will listen to, but I always been a fan. But at the end of the day man we need to change up the subject matter like white keys i get it you know what i'm saying it was it was clever you know what i'm saying because you hit a piano and all that other shit. but we also know what what it was referencing too but um i like look like fake love because i stand strongly behind that phrase y'all hear me talk about that shit all the time i hate fake love um i gave it a two and a half man two and a half out of five i i'm not gonna lie i don't want to hear 42 year old Jeezy talking about coke and you know what i'm saying and all this other shit like i need to hear more i need to hear evolvement and i just didn't get it with this one so yeah if it was like a mixtape or some shit like that you know can't ban a snowman three or or whatever you know what i'm saying like all right i understand you back in your shit so you just gonna take a break from doing this but i just i just wasn't a fan of it so we yeah i would that too i'm actually gonna give it a two like i, I was expecting a lot more from it and i just didn't get that so uh just it, it was just a dud as far as like his his whole uh thug motivation series i even like 103 a lot better than this but yeah i'm, I'm giving it a two it was just mad at me um moving on common he came out with let love i feel like this went past a lot of people's radar as well i didn't even know he's coming out with an album um i listened to it <laughs> once um i didn't listen to it any other times than that not saying that it's a bad album but i feel like i gotta be in the right mindset to listen to this um i did like hercules with swiss beats that was probably my favorite song on there um he had this uh the chick um um luckily on 47 yeah, from, the, from the what you call yeah. it album. and i was like okay like because again i like i haven't really heard of her but uh but yeah i saw, I saw her on multiple albums so i was like okay like i must be messing with her um he had bj chicago kid on here too jill scott um leon bridges daniel caesar um and i was like i was like okay like it was it was all right um not absolutely not one of my favorite common albums but um uh, i thought it was worth like at least a listen but again it's not something that that i will uh continue to bump throughout the year again it's only a couple tracks that i really mess with but i probably had to listen to it again but i listened to it at least once and and that was the one song that i found from it so i'm not going to give it a score because i feel like i i didn't really do it justice but i just wanted to mention it at least uh, with me, I only like one song on it, and I'm gonna be real with y'all. And I like Common, you know that. Especially from he's from the Go too, so I definitely uh fucks with him. But I only like that song, Her Love. That's the only song I like on there. I think, like you said, I I feel like I, that's that's more like with me personally. I feel like I I got this plan. I'm I'm cleaning my house on Wednesday, right? Mm -hmm. So that I'm gonna make sure that's one of the things I listen to that album. Listen to that album again while I'm cleaning the crib. I feel like that's perfect cleaning the house of music because I could actually be really like, you know, I could just be in a different mindset. But from when I listened to it the one time, I made it no priority to listen to it again. So like I did with say Little Brother, because mm. I only listened to Eve twice and I listened to Little Brother like I said like six times. Um, but Jeezy I couldn't listen to again. 
comment I can listen to again. I didn't say I don't I didn't hate it, but I didn't think it was very good. I thought it was just like it was just some shit just to put out there. I feel like he just put that out there just to put that out there yeah. in between acting and whatever else he's doing. So I get I'm still I'm gonna give it a score because I did actually listen to it. So because once you put this shit in there, I'm like, well fuck. I'm just gonna make a day of this, man, and listen to all these shits. True. And um I gave it a two I gave it a two and a half as well. It was just like middle of the road. It was nothing really that stood out about it but it wasn't nothing that was like oh my god this is terrible yeah it's not something that um that i'll be like yo you gotta listen to this it's it's nothing exactly. to, to rave about but um but it is common and yeah i, I, I can't disc i can't see myself dissing common it's though. hard to it's hard to i, I would never diss it <laughs> no matter what he does but uh yeah it's just something that i just i won't go back and listen to i'll listen to that one song hercules that i like but uh and that I, I may listen to it one more time just to see if like if i feel any different but um uh, but i agree with you like it's not something that i'm running out to listen to it's just something to listen to like in the background or something um so that's that uh young thug so much fun this is lizzie way yeah we said we were going to at least talk about it um it had 19 songs in there yeah like the typical suspects on there uh future gunna little baby um little uzi vert little duke uh 21 savage uh little key quavo juice world um then he had j cole and travis scott that london song that uh that's on the radio now um but that came out before this uh this album actually dropped um i didn't even know the young thug was going to come out with something else some people were saying that some of these songs were like throwaways from like years ago um i can't really tell to be honest i don't be listening to young thug like that so i <laughs> so if that is the case then i can't tell like what he came out with today versus what he came out with years ago um i'm just going to be honest maybe uh the the connoisseur uh black will be able to give a little bit more insight on that because again i don't know um but I actually did like this album. It actually, would have been cool to have Blizzy on this one, man. We, yeah, talk about it. We, out. Yeah, we may need to. We may need to one of these days to see if he's not busy. Uh, but yeah, I don't like every single Young Thug project. Uh, but I actually kind of like this one. I actually did um, did put it in my library. He did have some songs that were some bangers for me. Um, I would say like as far as what I enjoyed, um, bad, bad, bad. I kind of like that. Um, what's the move? Um, I bought her. Obviously, the London that the song is fire with J Cole and Travis Scott. Before I even heard this one, um, so like you say, he he had some he had enough songs um, that I did like in order for me to put it on my list. I'm not raving about it, but I think it's decent. It it, it does what it needs to do. Like when I'm in the whip or whatever. So um, if I had to give it a score, I'll, I'll give it a two and a half. Again, nothing nothing super serious, but um, but as far as Young Thug albums are concerned, he's hit or miss for me. But I actually like this one um, a lot more than I like his other projects. My turn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you have anything to say, uh, man, what can I say, man? Young Thug. Not gonna lie, never been a fan of Young Thug, but. I actually like this project, bro. What? I can't even. I can't even lie, yo. I know this is a shock, and oh, no, this is a no, breakthrough. <laughs> no, nobody is talking for me. Nobody's holding a gun to my head. I do feel fine. I mean, the little change of weather is getting to me a little bit. That's why my voice sounds like it does. But no, nah, man, I actually, I, I actually did not have a problem with this, and it came right out the gate. Uh, that just how it is. I fucked with that shit heavy. That shit was hot, yo. I, and the song hot. I fucked with that. That shit was hot circle of bosses i fucked with that it was a couple more that i like man i was surprised yo because the, the last time i listened to his uh, album of his that blizzy told me about i forgot the name of it uh 
what the hell was the name of that that joint was it the pink something i can't remember what it was but i know blizzy kept raving about it. i was like man blizzy this shit is black bro i don't like this but this one right here i actually like so and i, I ain't gonna lie i gave this shit a three mm. that's how much i liked it okay. and i know i know i know y'all yeah. don't <laughs> bro jay is such a surprise i didn't even mention it i didn't want to say nothing on twitter about it because i wanted this reaction to be real that's why jay like what like for real like i fucked with it yo i fucked with it i listened to it twice that's how much i liked it. i actually listened to it again i like this a lot better than i like common and jeezy who would have thought yeah who would have thought yeah that's, that's crazy right <laughs> we, we're I'm rating saying, young man, thug I'm, over jeezy I shocked, <laughs> I shocked myself man i'm telling y'all that's wild that's why y'all think y'all know me okay all right young thug broke through for you all right this is very interesting and uh finally we have jadenia uh came out with uh 85 to africa um i feel like this is another album that's gonna get holly slept on um he did do a little rollout um because i believe he came back to breakfast club a few weeks ago and talked about it um but i think jadenia as far as like his his like full projects he's two for two in my eyes when he came out with the chief i wasn't expecting the album to sound like that but like this dude was actually like spitting and uh in 85 to africa he did the same um he had 11 tracks on this one um as far as his um features he had gold link on uh on babouche he had uh sean cootie um saint beauty and mareva so gold link would be the only person that um that a lot of people would know because i don't know the rest of the people um right. but he did a very very good job on this one uh, for 11 tracks because on the chief he had 14 and and on 85 to africa he had 11 and I, I thought this shit was fire like he had some dope ass production uh ganjagina uh, as far as like rapping skill i feel like he's highly underrated like he be throwing a lot of punchlines out there too that you probably got to rewind and, and and listen to again uh to catch what he said and uh and this is probably going to be um it, it's, unless something else comes out then like wows me it's probably gonna be in my top 10 as well um just like it was in 2017 when the chief came out uh, i feel like he's just highly underrated he doesn't really get out there like uh like he probably should and that's what um uh, why again like a lot of people forget about him because a lot of people only remember classic man and, and nothing else <laughs> uh to right. be honest but uh but he's i mean he's definitely like crept up there as, like one of my favorite like new artists um to be honest man so i really enjoyed this album for 11 tracks man i enjoyed like almost every single one Mm, with me i didn't i can't say i got the same enjoyment out of it mm. I, I i felt like it was just i, I like worth the wait and that uh was that susu i thought those two tracks were probably the, the most standout tracks to me personally uh i didn't really i didn't like i said it was just it was middle of the road to me i didn't i didn't like hear any like like notable shit like quotables and stuff and then that's what i listen for for the most part quotables or just all out swag rapping and he ain't that dude so um i just i just thought it was middle of the road so i can't really i can't say i didn't like it but i can't say it was anything like i didn't like it more than i like young thug believe that or not but i just i gave it a two and a half i just thought it was middle of the road to me okay i'm giving this one a uh a three and a half again i i enjoyed it a lot what a gap i know <laughs> i know it's just, it's just not your cup of tea that's fine and it's it's very interesting how uh jadenia ain't really your cup of tea but you actually like young thug uh you gave I, that one a three but i'm not bad at it i'm not I'm we not, are in we are in bizarro world we are today, bizarro world, I, bro. yeah and hold on before i forget 
I forgot to mention this during the Young Thug album. The one thing I didn't like about the Young Thug album, it was too many features. That's what he does, though. I th- but because my thing is like too many features. You got 16, however many tracks it was. If if 80 percent of those are features, I always say this. Like if you gonna have features in every or something, you might well be in a fucking group. Huh. Like, like I need some. I need you to carry on song. But those songs, man, they work for me. So okay. Yeah, again, I'm not I'm not judging at all, man. It's your personal opinion. This is very interesting to see the uh the disparity <laughs> in this I, episode. I already know I'm gonna hear about this later, like, so for real. Like, yeah, boy, that's, that's crazy. But yeah, uh, but I really like Jadenia again. And again, I, I feel like he's two for two with this project. So um if you weren't thinking about listening to that one, I would highly recommend listening to it. Um, eighty five to Africa. So there you go. Um we went into detail about little brother, uh, made a Lord Watch and Rap to the Eve. Then Quick Hitch is giving our quick thoughts on uh, GZ, Common, Young Thug, and Jadenia. So there I go, man. Those are all of the albums. And uh, we'll try to keep you all up to date because I'm pretty sure it's going to be a lot more music coming our way in the next couple of months. Uh, song of the Week. My choice here. Mo's Death. My boy, Mo's Death. Um, I don't know if you watch it. I, I'm pretty sure like I talked about this before. But um, the Netflix show Hip Hop Evolution. It's now yeah, in season yeah. three, so they have four new oh, episodes. Yes, and, I gotta watch that. Yeah, and they talked about in detail Tupac and Biggie, um, what led to their death, and they talked about the Atlanta movement. So you already know what that mm. means when they first came out. Your boys Outcast. So they, Outcast, they went you know, into yeah, okay. super depth about Outcast and the, uh, the whole Dutch family. Don't sleep family, on Goody Mob, Mob either. Yep, nope. They talked about Goody Mob as well in huge detail. So um, if you all have not watched Hip Hop Evolution, please watch that. That's uh, one of my favorite Netflix shows um, about hip hop, personally. Um, oh, yeah. So I, uh, they had most Def on there because they were talking about their movement, um, how they were doing a lot of ciphers and stuff, and that's how they ended up getting noticed. Oh yeah. And uh, as far as the underground movement, especially in New York in the '90s, I didn't realize like how much of an impact they really had, like to uh, to propel their underground movement. Um, and they did, like um, again, him and Talib Kweli. Yeah, yeah, him and Talib Kweli making Black Star, and, and they talked about that in depth too. Um, so I wanted to pick a Mo Def song, uh, and this was like again, like when it first came out. Like if you if you follow Mo Def, like you would not think that this was a like a, a song that would blow up, in my opinion, because like he wasn't really rapping on this one, but it's such an iconic mm-hmm. song, it's such a classic song. Um, and this Umi says, and this is from the Black on Both Sides album that came out in 1999. Yeah. Um, and so I was listening to this one again. I'm like, man, this is such a good ass song. Like, it's just, it's just one of I was just songs. playing that on stream the other day. Oh, yeah, 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 true. Mm-hmm. So, if you have not, not heard uh, Mo Dev Umi says, I would definitely um, suggest Wasn't that song used on a commercial? It, yeah, I think it was on either it was a Nike or a Jordan commercial. commercial yeah, it was on a Jordan commercial, yeah. I believe. My Umi says, yeah, like it was. And I think that's like Derek Jeter or some shit. It was something. I think Derek Jeter was in the commercial. I can't remember, but I, I know it was in the commercial though. Yeah. So yeah, it was definitely on there. So that's again like what propels like the uh the lasting status of this song in my mind. So there I go, man. Most Def Umi says from the black on both sides the album came out in nineteen ninety nine. Flock, what you got for us? Um, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Miguel R A N, which is an acronym for real ass nigga. Uh this came out on this suit. Actually, a lot of people, when you hear this song, the first thing you'll think about, it was at the end of episode one of Power on season six here. And that's what made me think of the song again. But I remember listening to the song on the Superfly soundtrack because I was trying to find that joint, that Rick Ross joint, that ninth one that I produced. And I seen this. I'm like, oh, Miguel got a song on here. Let me listen to this. 
I love this song, y'all. Y'all have no idea. This is my shit. It came out actually came out last year, 2018, because it was on the Superfly soundtrack, like I said. Um, but it was at the end of Power. I know a lot of people are gonna be like, "Oh, this was on Power." And that episode just made me remember, like, "Yo, I remember this song. This is on that soundtrack." And I went back and listened to it, and I listened to it at least once a day <laughs> now because that's how much I enjoyed it. But that's my shit, man. And plus, y'all know me; I'm a huge fan of Miguel. I think I actually put one of his albums as an album of the week in here on the podcast before too. So, okay. Did I you see that Miguel. movie? Superfly? Yeah, the new one. I still haven't. I still haven't watched it, it and I keep saying it, I'm going to watch it. It wasn't worth I, it. I saw it in theaters. I was like, you didn't like it. It was okay. I keep, but I keep I just... hearing mixed. I keep hearing some people say it was okay. Some people saying it was man. I mean, it's an updated version to the movie. I mean, the original Superfly came out before either of us were born. This so is true. It's like, so it's like it's an updated version. So I ain't mad at him. I'll, I'll check it out eventually, though. Yeah, it was all right. It was all right. Um, but yeah, so that's what we have for the songs of the week. Go ahead and get those a listen if you haven't. Most Def, Umi Said from Black on Both Sides, and Miguel uh, ran from the Superfly soundtrack last year, 2018. All right, uh, topic of the week, and again, I just want to ask you personally. This kind of uh, this goes off of the Nicki Minaj conversation, um, talking about her uh, she retired. But if you were an artist, or let's not even just say an artist, um, let's say an artist athlete, whatever, anything that you have a super passion for, could you really see yourself like stopping what got you famous for good? If you said like I'm I'm done, bro. Like I don't want to do nothing else. Like I got other other ventures that i want to that i want to pursue for my passions could you really see yourself like just just stopping what you did for good just like cold turkey because i'm gonna tell you right now i don't think i could i don't think i could say like say like gi blows up and you know we end up doing some other stuff which again we're, we're already working on we don't just do like one thing when it comes to video games but i could never see myself i'm like yo like i'm done i'm done making videos i'm done streaming i could never see myself like yo like i'm, I'm just done right, playing right. video games period uh but like but i guess we'll just we'll just say the artist argument for now if you if you rapped or whatever um or just made beats and you retired could you ever see yourself just stopping like i'm not going to do anything that involves music period Mm, no, because this is coming from somebody who actually used to sit in front of an NPC for hours making beats. And here I am now talking about music. I mean, I don't make beats no more, but here I am in some capacity talking about doing dealing with music. So I would say if you my, my best explanation is if you love it, if you actually loved it, then no, you, you can't possibly just can't possibly just walk away cold turkey and just never do it again because if you can that means you never really loved it you just did it because you were kind of good at it and that's what got you paid or got you famous so nah i mean it's, it's, that's in any field that's in any field i mean take people who retire you know what i'm saying that retire a lot of people retire and they come back they don't come back for money they come back because they love it i mean Michael Jordan was considered the best basketball player of all time when he retired from the Bulls. He didn't have to come back and play for the Wizards. He did it because he loved the game and he was trying to help the Wizards who he was working for at the time. So <clears throat> I feel like anybody that loves what they do, they'll find a way. Like when we were talking about Nicki Minaj before, if she loved what she did, which I think she does, she'll be back. Just like everybody else that, that leaves and comes back. How many times has Jay-Z retired? <laughs> at least like a good two three times you, i mean he did it again but i guarantee you we'll hear him on something we'll hear him on something like yo that's that whole you hear that whole verse like we you can't you, it's almost impossible 
it's almost impossible yo i mean unless you physically aren't able to do it like in sports we understand that but if it's like a like a job like rap music or singing like i mean hell you got the fucking the eagles and the rolling stones that's been doing this shit for 50 years yo you know what i mean they got a farewell tours and then they have they you know say reunion tours because they love what they do so i feel like anybody anybody that loves what they do they they find a way to stay stay close stay close to their craft even if it's in a different capacity very well put and i agree i agree 100 percent. if you love it i don't think you'll ever like stop doing anything that involves that so yep i i agree so we'll see man like i said a lot of these people i think like if they ever like truly stopped and yeah they they weren't really in in it for the right reasons i would say or you didn't you didn't have a passion for you didn't really love it so uh yeah yeah absolutely agree um final thing before we get up out of here the album suggestion what you got for us this week oh i ain't gonna lie i changed this like three times (laughs) (laughs) i changed it like three times but um i'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the boy Scarface, one of my favorites of all time. He had an album called Made M A D E, the acronym Made. It's funny because Memphis Bleak made the same, the same uh, album, like acronym the same way. But this album is way better than Bleak's is. Um, came out in 2007, and I think this is probably his most slept-on project. And top to bottom. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot of nice ass joints on this album, yo. And I've always said this: like when we talk about rhyming and shit like that, Scarface is probably the best storyteller next to Slick Rick as far as rap in history to me personally. Because he said he comes out with some joints and, and he can like I tell you, anytime you can listen to someone rhyme, close your eyes and you can see exactly what the fuck they saying, and you it's like somebody playing a movie or a sitcom or something in front of you. That means they are great at what they do and he had like at least three joints on this album that did just that now he didn't just do stories and shit but i mean it came right out the gate banging that never i think you had a uh what's the song a big dog status you had a what's another one like uh zero with zero on that burn he had a song called go where he talking about like (laughs) he don't he kind of like he messing with this female but he don't really want to fuck with her but he's just trying to fuck but he don't want her to stay around and shit like that and then she's singing basically like all you want me to do is leave now you at the door telling me to leave i think that song was like was wonderfully done um the others uh he had two like that's one story uh, then you had a uh, boy meets girl listen to that song y'all boy meets girl people gonna think boy meets girl what's a dude that meets a girl no to do you know it's cold for you know you call cocaine boy i mean cocaine bitch and you know say heroin boy or whatever you know what i mean it's a dude that basically gets in the drug game but then he starts using so that's that's like you know it's so cleverly put boy meets girl because that's code names for you know for for different drugs so he's talking about that uh suicide note is another one yo that song bruh suicide note is crazy bro like crazy and the way he rhyming it and the, the ambiance in the background you can actually like it sounds like some some shit like someone would really go through when they going through that so i think that shit like this this was a this to me it was a it was a mad crazy ass album yo so jay if you haven't listened to it i'm telling you listen to it dog you won't be disappointed 
I mean, and them songs that I listed, I want y'all to hear the most. I, I think I got, you know what I'm saying, most of the, the songs on there. I don't have it in front of me. Hold on. Now, <laughs> I be freestyling this shit, man, but I think I did name them correctly. But but yeah, those songs, yo, are, are crazy, man. So that's a that's a dope-ass album. Bet that, bet that. So there I go, people. Scarface made, M-A-D-E, came out in 2007. Definitely go listen to that. All right, we are at the end of Enlightened Sounds episode 27. You got any final words? Oh man, this was this this was a good one, man. I this was one of the ones I look forward to doing because I like the stuff that we were really reviewing. Like the ones we really did the thorough reviews on. Mm-hmm. It was it was not one of those, oh, I didn't really care for it. All I heard was this. I ain't like like I like these two I was anticipating. And one I wasn't anticipating, and the one I did, I one I anticipated the least. I had the least interest in listening to. Actually, surprised me the most. <laughs> this was so crazy. Yo, I, should, I I was like, damn. I kept trying to find ways to not like it, man. Like, what am I not gonna like about this? And trying to explain it where it didn't sound like I was hating, but then when I listened, I'm honestly listening to. It, I'm like, yo, I fuck with this, yo. I actually like this shit. So. Here we are. Young yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's going to be the funniest. So I'm going to laugh about that for a minute. I'm definitely going to laugh mm-hmm. about that for a minute. Um, Again, uh, on my side, appreciate all of y'all for coming through. Make sure that you support us any way that you can. Oh, and then one more thing. We mentioned this on the GI podcast. We recorded that yesterday. If y'all ain't Pete, bro. Vince Staples said, uh, you know, gave us that stamp oh, yeah. for Game Illuminati, bro. Uh, so just a little quick story on that because you probably hear it uh, multiple times uh, again from GI Podcast. I ended up meeting him at PAX West at an Astro event. He's one of the uh, first major artists that got signed to Astro. And he was just really supposed to do a signing for a couple of hours, but he ended up talking to people for like a good three to five minutes. And uh, and I got a chance to talk to him. I asked that man, I was like, yo, who you be watching on Twitch for? And he was like, yo, I don't really be watching nobody. He said, I got a homeboy to be making merch for like all these big dudes. And he was like, I'll be, he said, I know like Tifu and stuff. I was like, you know, it's black people on Twitch, right? He was like, nah, man, I ain't really know. Like, until you said something. So I was like, yo, I got you, bro. I was like, I got you. I was like, go ahead and fuck with us and uh, give you some more people to watch. I'll give you some more people to look like you to watch. And then he was like, yo, you like, you want me to shout you out? I was like, nah, bro, don't shout me out. I was like, shout out my squad. Shout out to Game of Illuminati. So he just grabbed my phone, did that real quick. So y'all better listen to that boy. You fuck with Vince Staples. He said, watch Game Illuminati because all you niggas suck. <laughs> we got the best stream. So so again, fuck with us, man. Uh, continue to support us any way that you can, whether it's through the podcast, whether it's through our streams, whether it's through the Patreon. Again, the Patreon is going to be the best way to get in contact with us. We are in there all the time playing all games time. with you all. 2K20 is out regardless of whether it's bad or not. People are still playing <laughs> it. Uh, we, we have Gears that's out right now. We have Borderlands that comes out and then that Call of Duty beta is uh, going to start this week as well for all you early access people. So we got lots of play. If you want to fuck with us, make sure that you are considering pledging to our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash GI updates. Follow all of us on or follow all of us on our individual social medias. Again, minus you check JT the Don on everything. And Flox is leader of the flock on everything except for Twitter, right? Which is Flock 2K. Um, mm-hmm. I believe so. There I go, man. Again, we appreciate all support. Um, appreciate y'all for listening to Enlightened Sounds episode twenty seven. Oh, yeah. Shout out to A nine too for getting his song played on the. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. Game. Oh my god, we almost forgot that A nine boy. This dude, 
I'm so proud of him. This dude went yeah. from being on the Adela Don WNBA highlight to the Portland Trailblazers playing his music. Shout out to y'all for getting the song wrong, though. We saw that. You got the wrong song, but it's okay. <laughs> we still fucks with it. And then this dude ended up being on the commercial, like the thing that they play right before the commercial break on the Cowboys and Giants game, bro. They played Westside Freestyle. I couldn't say, I, I, man. I wish I could have seen that live, bro. I couldn't be, I couldn't Boy. be more happier, dog. Like this man is making moves, and I really hope that his career just propels even higher than this, man. But a lot of people don't get those opportunities, so shout out to that man. He been in LA grinding seriously, so that was a huge moment. Like again, seeing the WNBA clip and seeing the Portland Trailblazers clip was one thing, but you got your song played for a good like five to ten seconds and on the fucking Cowboys game, bro. Like that, this shit's major. That shit's Huge. major. Shout out to A9, bro. Make sure that y'all fuck with him if y'all haven't been already. Cause yeah, this man about to fucking blow up. And in turn, bro, GI's about to fucking blow up. <laughs> so just just stay on the way, bro. Don't don't say, oh, I came back. I came back now, man. I, I wouldn't pay attention to y'all, but, but I see y'all doing y'all thing. I seen a couple don't of those love. comments too, man, when uh when I got the Vince Staples or we got the Vince Staples shout out. Like I said, that was just a that was just like the spur of the moment type of shit. I didn't really take that as being anything. Like if Vince Staples come through, that's cool. It'll be a blessing. But I enjoyed that moment for what it was, and and y'all see, you know, when things happen like that. But again, that's a spur of the moment stuff. We ain't made it yet, but we bout to, bro. We bout to. I can sense it. It's coming. But yeah, don't come back. Don't be coming back saying, "Oh, I was fucking with y'all back then." Oh no, always believe, always believe in y'all. Yeah, no, yeah. Nah, you was messing with TBH, and you didn't want to give you know the rest of us a chance. So don't come back saying that. You know, I was fucking with y'all day one. I ain't trying to hear none of that shit. <laughs> so sorry for ranting, but you know it is what it is. So again, we appreciate the people that stuck with us. We appreciate the people that listen to all of our podcasts and come through on the streams. We know y'all by name. We fuck with y'all. We know who they are. Mm -hmm. So again, you want to fuck with us some more? You know, you can come through now, but just just don't come through saying you know I was a day one fan. Just be real with it. All right. <laughs> uh, well, holla job for Inline Sounds episode twenty eight. Again, I'm Utex JT the Don, my co-host leader of the flock, and we'll holla y'all later. Peace.